views expressed here do not necessarily represent those of this station. Now programming for Toronto's Irish community on AM 1430 Fairchild Radio. about that Tom McBride yes Castle Blaney picked an old tune there uh, that he sang later on in his life you can tell that uh, he didn't have the voice going there towards the end but um, I thought it was a good reflection of I saw him on the Late Late Show not too long ago and um, of course his uh, better singing years were already behind him but he still had it still carried a tune he did Um, but a great man big loss to uh, the Irish music scene of course we would have grown up in the 
bit of the show band era, yeah. a little bit. Wee right? bit, yeah, wee <laughs> bit. Now. Not, a, tail not end a ton of it. of it, but I suppose we would have listened to our parents listening yeah. to all that stuff. But he was rather iconic, I suppose, wasn't he? He, he was, was. A huge. So he was a huge symbol, I suppose, in many ways. But um, he was yes, uh, buried yesterday, and apparently there was a, a sing song for about a half an hour took place <laughs> at, uh, around uh, around the funeral yeah. with all the Irish art, different artists there. Yeah. And a celebration of his life. So, oh, fair play. And, I, and the Late Late Show was dedicated to him last night. They had a country a country and western uh, show Did last they? night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the mammy and daddy said they were dancing around there, <laughs> listening to all the old tunes. Oh, Your I fella, bet. Nathan Carter, was on the Late Late last night. He was. I'll have to. Uh, mm. I'll have to watch that now. Not mm. really my fella, but well, yeah. I know. But yeah. sure, I like. But I do like him. Yeah, <laughs> kind of your fella. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. So yeah, there you go. Yeah, good stuff. Anyway, we have uh, we have a few uh, big Tom tunes lined up. We'll try and get through uh, a few of them, all right, uh, throughout the show here. But For um, sure. And if anyone has an old story about Big Tom, you can feel free yeah, to text it in or email it into message. us, and we'll yeah, absolutely get that out. Yeah. You know, if you've met him in person, maybe. Aye, indeed. Good stuff. Well, it is a quiet enough uh, weekend for sports from an Irish perspective, so but, but indeed, what is yeah. going on is pretty big. Yeah, Champions Cup Rugby, your mm-hmm. uh, province, Leinster, are taking on Scarlets and uh, at the Aviva. Not a complete sellout. There's a few of the top row mm-hmm. missing, but uh, apparently a great atmosphere. I was listening to it on Off the Ball on the way over, and uh, we were just listening in the studio here before we came on air. And happy to tell everybody that Leinster have scored their second try. Kean Healy has gone over, and uh, James Ryan scored the first one. So they're up 15-6 to six against Scarlets. Lovely. And they're piling on the pressure, which is great and of course tomorrow uh, over there in France we have Munster taking on Racing and uh, that should be another cracker yeah. and hopefully we have an All-Ireland Champions Cup final in Bilbao which Bilbao was a weird that. old spot I, I only, yeah. f- I, only dis- I, I found out about that this morning on the way over here trying to promote the sport I suppose and taking it around yeah. to different places and there you go. Be Why not? Be some, be be some, some party, sail on a sunscreen in Bilbao. <laughs> <laughs> they do of them a get a lot there. of redheads. All right, yeah. <laughs> Paste on. Yeah, the and sunscreen. Uh, we're in that weird lull now with the GAA. Of course, yes. uh, May the sixth, it all kicks off. Um, one game in New York that weekend. Mm-hmm. Uh, New York taking on Leitrim, and uh, an opportunity for New York to break that duck. Right. Yes. I don't indeed. want there be a better opportunity than this one. <laughs> no disrespect, to all the Leitrim listeners, Joe. Well, Joe will be down there. We might have to get him to call in from, from down there and we give us an old game day will. report. You yeah, know, definitely. See what the crack is down there. <laughs> Unfortunately, I don't think we're going to make it, are we? Huh? No, we huh? won't make this I one. I don't think so. We won't make this one. Down there last year, and it was great. Great time altogether with Sligo down there, but a great crack mm-hmm. in, in New York and seeing all the Irish faces and those coming out to, to yeah. support their team. So it's brilliant down and there. And then, of course, the same weekend, your lads are over in London. They are indeed. Potential banana skin there too. Aristotle. London aren't too simple. I know, but we'll be <laughs> fine, I think. I, I don't have any doubt at all. Uh, good. All right. Very good. And then um, I suppose in the, the Premier uh, in Division in Ireland, give you the old results from there. From last night, Bowes went down 2-0 to Cork. Shams and Limerick tied it all up at 1-1. And Dundalk and Derry, 2-2. And Waterford, the lads who've come up, who are promoted, are, and who are sitting in third place. 3-0 over poor old Bray, who's getting battered by everybody. So after 12 games, Dundalk and Cork are tied at the top with 28 points. And Waterford are a further four points back in the uh, Premier Division. And my boys go at it today, Sligo over. So on the boys, and hopefully yeah. they can get an old win. Irish golfers are quiet this weekend. Like I, I, McDowell is like 
tied for 41st or something like yeah, that yeah. down there in Texas. So Yeah, it's a bit of an off week for them it as is, well. I yeah. did see that Paul Dunn had a hole-in-one yesterday, but still didn't Very make, good, make the still cut. Didn't, no. Did not make the cut yeah. in Morocco, yeah. Yeah, and, and Hoey is over there as well. And he mm. had got off to a good start, but uh, he disappeared way yeah, down now. Yeah. So, no harm. And then I suppose in Toronto, we have the Leafs, the Raptors and TFC all Honestly, playing. That's flying. And that's good for the city, uh, good for sport. The Blue Jays you were down. down. You were down at the game. I was down at the on game. Uh, unfortunately, the the three one loss to the Bruins. I um, was fortunate enough to get a ticket down to that game, and it was uh, it was a weird game. Now yeah. it was very strange. That first goal and thirty seconds in really mm. sucked the life out of the building. Even though they got back into it, but um, they just did not seem like they hit top gear. So no. uh, they've got it all to do now. And uh, that Boston team is very talented. There's no doubt about it. Yeah, so they got a great top line. But Matthews needs to get something going here. Needs now. to get something going. Yeah. And and. Bring them back from yeah yeah despair here. Bring, bring it, it back. It'll be yeah. awful. If it's it going to be a tonight. tough one. If they can, if if they can take one out of Boston here, uh, then great. But um, we have a series I mean, get them again, back then, here. Yeah. We might have we might have a we might have a shot at it. But it's, it is hard to see Boston losing three games in a row. Yeah, it's hard it is. to see it. It's tough. And Raptors blew an old tire last they night. They did there. blew a tire. Yeah, Asher it wasn't a very good performance. No, at all. they weren't. Now, now Washington, on the other hand, are hard to beat down they in are. their palace. Yep. So um, hopefully we can sneak one out of it uh, uh, over that. In the next uh, couple of days, so we should be good. When is that back? As Sunday tomorrow, isn't Sunday, it? Sunday, yeah. yeah, yeah. All right, very good. Very and then good. next Wednesday, TFC go at it down there in Mexico, and um, hopefully they can and pull out a big win. Now they need, they need, they need at least the two goals down there to uh, to get things rocking. So a two nil yeah. win would be good. And speaking of Mexico, I don't know if you saw that the UEFA Europa Cup was on display down there, and it was flogged. Stolen. Yeah, but they got it back <laughs> within a few hours. Oh, Yeah, no mention of who took it, but it was uh, stolen out of the back of the car that it was traveling around in. Wow. We got it back in good condition. So. I wonder if there's some mm. Liverpool fans looking for a trophy. Is <laughs> it? I'll, I'll beat you to it. I'll beat you to it. Good luck to your Spurs boys today. Ah, anyway. uh, yeah, we'll see what happens. All right. Um, listen, I, I uh, also, I know we talked about the passing of uh, Big Tom, um, but closer to home, uh, there was also a death in the community. I uh, wanted to let our listeners know that um, Bridget O'Toole's mum passed away. Uh, her name is Eileen, Eileen O'Toole. Very well known in the community, uh, a Wicklow woman, um, and I was on a couple of uh, committees, GA committees with Bridget, um, very uh, visible in the community, and our condolences go out to uh, Bridget and the family. Um, I do have some information. Uh, Tomorrow there's a visitation at Turner and Porter Funeral Home at 4933 Dundas Street West, and that's tomorrow from 2 to 4. And then there's a funeral mass on Monday at 11 a.m. And that's at Our Lady of Sorrows Church. And that's at uh, 3055 Bloor Street West. I believe that's at Royal York and Bloor. I'm not too sure. But 3055 uh, Bloor Street West at Our Lady of Sorrows Church. Um, so, yeah, our condolences will go out. And um, apparently uh, Eileen was a big fan of this tune I have lined up uh, right. among the Wicklow Hills. Oh, and yeah. uh, we'll play this song as we uh, remember her and everything that... She has done for her family and uh, made a great life for them here in Canada. Indeed. We'll go on with this here. Very good. I just received a letter from my home in Ireland. The scribble so familiar was my mother's feeble hand A house that rang with music 
hand of laughter now is still Dear Danny is so lonely now Among the Wicklow Hill As I gaze across the mountains I relive a moment's joy The same old Wicklow mountain Where you ramble as a boy Your photo as a child That picture's by my bedside still And each night I pray that you come back home Among the Wicklow Hills Do you remember long ago When in summer you would stroll Down where the crystal mountain streams To this lady waters roll You recall a young companion Who talks about you still And you know who she is waiting to Among the Wicklow As I gaze across the mountains I relive a moment's joy The same old Wicklow mountains Where you ramble as a boy You're folded as a child That picture's by my bedside still And each night I pray That you come back home Among the Wicklow The Quinn family invite you to visit downtown Toronto's oasis of Irish hospitality at the Irish Embassy, 49 Young Street at Wellington, and PJ O'Brien's at 39 Colborne, just behind the King Edward Hotel. The Irish Embassy, a landmark of classic architecture, is your downtown destination for drinks, snacks, lunch, or dinner. Call 416-866-8282. And just around the corner, enjoy the local pub atmosphere of PJ O'Brien's, serving the best in pub fare and also your downtown venue for an intimate evening dinner. PJ's has live music every Friday and Saturday night. Call PJ's at 416-815-7562. All right, well, we're off to Ottawa. To get the news from Ireland, from the man in the newsroom up there in Ottawa, Desmond Devoy. Good man, Desmond. Thanks so very much, fellas, and good morning, folks. Desmond Devoy here with the news from Ireland. The news is brought to you by our friends at Aer Lingus. And here are the top stories that have been making headlines in Ireland. Our top story this morning. Well, as was mentioned in word and song at the top of the show, Big Tom is gone. Big Tom McBride, whose very name was synonymous with Ireland's show band era, died on Wednesday at the age of 81. He was buried in his home county of Monaghan this past Friday. His funeral mass was said at St. Patrick's Church in Orem, and he was buried at the adjoining cemetery. Fans and friends got to pay their respects on Thursday at the Orem Community Centre in Castle Blaney, where his remains were lying in repose. Tom's wife Rose died this past January. They had been married for more than 50 years. They are survived by their four children, according to RTE News. 
He left school to work on the family farm, but became interested in music while working in England and Scotland. Upon returning to Ireland, he joined a band which later became known as the Mainliners. They appeared on RTE's The Show Band Show in 1966, and their song, Gentle Mother, which you heard there just at the top of the hour, became a hit. They soon were selling out ballrooms all over the country. In the late 1970s, McBride left the Mainliners to form The Travelers, though he reconciled with his old band in 1989. In 1980, he was presented with the Gold Award from sales of more than one million records. He was also the first inductee into the Irish Country Music Awards Hall of Fame in June of 2016. President Michael D. Higgins described him as, quote, one of the most charismatic and influential artists in Irish country music. In political news this morning, the latest Ipsos MRBI Irish Times poll out on Friday shows that Fine Gael leader Leo Varadkar remains the most popular party leader at 55%. Fianna Fáil leader Michal Martin is in second place at 40%, but only one point ahead of new Sinn Féin leader Mary Lou MacDonald at 39%. Labour leader Brendan Howland stands at 18%. Varadkar's approval rating is down five points since January. The party rankings are a little tighter. Fine Gael still leads the way at 31%, with Fianna Foil in second place at 26%. Sinn Féin is in third place at 22%, while Labour stands at 5% support. Fine Gael is down three points since January, with Sinn Féin up three. Amongst the smaller parties, the Greens are on 3%, with Solidarity, People Before Profit at 2%, Social Democrats at 1%, Independence for Change also at 1%, Independent Alliance at 1% and non-party independence at 6%. A lot of independence. The poll also asked about voting intentions for the May 25th abortion referendum. The yes side's lead has narrowed with 47% intending to vote yes, 28% intending to vote no, and 20% undecided. This is a nine-point drop for the yes side since January. The polls were conducted last Monday and Tuesday amongst a representative sample of 1,200 voters and has a margin of error of plus or minus 2.8%. Well, if France can have Bastille Day and America can have the 4th of July, why not a Republic Day in Ireland? Taoiseach Leo Varadkar was wondering that this week with his musings about creating just such a holiday. While Ireland's most famous holiday is, of course, St. Patrick's Day, Varadkar said this week that ending commemorations to mark the end of the Civil War in 2024 would be, quote, downbeat. The Irish Times reports that the decade of centenaries would end in 2023, which should mark the 75th anniversary of the creation of the Republic of Ireland on April 18, 1949. Before that date, the British monarch would still sign letters accrediting Irish ambassadors, and Britain signed international treaties on Ireland's behalf. Speaking on Wednesday night at O'Connell House in Marion Square, Dublin, Varadkar said that such a day would end the decade of centenaries, centenaries rather, on, quote, an upbeat and optimistic note. Well, now it's time for our local News Matters segment. After our stop in Connacht last weekend, we return to the province of Leinster this week and begin with the Longford Leader, which reports that 165,000 euros set aside to settle 60 Syrian refugees has been branded as, quote, totally inadequate, according to Councillor Peggy Nolan. Documents obtained by the paper under access to information legislation show that the first refugees will not arrive until June at the earliest, but Nolan said that the amount would not even look after one family, let alone the anticipated ten. Now to the Wicklow Hills, as the song that preceded our newscast sang, the Wicklow People details how local farmers are dealing with the ongoing fodder shortage. Farmers are helping one another with cattle farmer Seamus Killoran from Arklow saying that many farmers have less than two weeks' worth of fodder left. 
We were happy to help where we could, he said. Nobody's going to turn anyone else away if they can help them. He noted that while it was a rough winter, the cattle are already out back in the fields this week and the weather is improving. And finally, Hamlet famously said that something was rotten in the state of Denmark. Well, something has been stinking out Dundalk, County Louth, too. The Dundalk Democrat reports that residents have been complaining about a stench in the air for the last few days. But Louth County Councillor Maeve Yore wrote on Facebook that the stink around Long Avenue, Red Barnes Road, Rock Road and Key Street turns out to be coming from chicken poop fertilizer that was being spread in the area. A recent wave of good weather meant that the smell was far worse than it otherwise should have been. And there you go, folks. That was the news from Ireland for this week. The news is brought to you by our friends at Aer Lingus. Traveling to Ireland and Europe has never been easier with Aer Lingus's year-round direct service from Toronto to Dublin, with connections available from more than 10 Canadian cities to Dublin. Celebrate summer savings with Aer Lingus's summer sale. Create countless memories in Europe with, with great summer fairs. Hurry and book by Wednesday, April 25th. Fly from Toronto to Dublin from $759 round trip per person, including air transportation charges, taxes, and fees. Restrictions apply. Smartfly, Aer Lingus. Find out more online at www.airlingus.com. That's www.aerlingus.com. Now you're up to date. Now it's back to Toronto with the lads at Kyolagus Crack. So until next week, folks, Longo Foils. I'm going to tell you a story It's one of tragedy Of a young man from Glen Gavlin Who in 1943 Went to work in New York City Like many Irish men But he didn't know when he left home He would not return again While working down the underground a tunnel that caved in Though his buddies tried to save him They knew it was all in vain Before he died Through tears he cried Grant me my last request Take me back home to Glengavlin For my eternal rest Now the Ireland of the forties was one of poverty and pain There were no emails or online fires To take you home again Ten days it took a letter To tell his parents of their loss But they could not bring their boy back home They could not afford the cost I did it clock that evening His funeral mass was said and his workmates, they all gathered To mourn their buddy who was dead He was buried the next morning Three thousand miles from home In the New York City churchyard Now he lies all alone Meanwhile, back in Ireland In his home village of Glen Four girls were walking down the road The time was 1 a.m. They heard a sound and looked around And much to their surprise 
A funeral cortege all in black Went slowly walking by Well now you've heard my story You may think it's just folklore But I got to believe my mother She was one of the four I have searched for many answers But only one I understand When I say the clock in New York It's 1 a.m. in Ireland Now strange things often happen That no one can explain And throughout their lives Those four girls never saw that sight again Were the young boys last witchcraft By a power, not by men While his body lies in New York His spirit rests in love When you think of Irish tradition, what comes to mind? Live music, great hospitality, and a pub atmosphere of laughter and song imported from the Emerald Isle itself. And one of Ireland's greatest imports is the Keene family, serving up the finest fare and crack this side of County Galway since 1991 at the Galway Arms. The family-owned pub has been charming patrons since, well, last century, and as a result attracts some of the GTA's greatest Irish characters. Known far and wide for its chef-designed menu and traditional Irish music, it's also Toronto's home of Gaelic games live from Ireland on the big screens. You can like them on Facebook, and you're sure to like them in person. Visit thegalwayarms.ca to view daily specials. The Galway Arms, your home away from home, and not too far from home, at 838 the Queen's way in Etobicoke. Call 416-251-0096. Make a date and make it for the Galway Arms. Yes, down indeed. there and plow into a few hop house 13s down at the uh, oh, Galway yeah. Arms. I told you there, I've been uh, having that lately been now. At it, have you? Really enjoying it. <laughs> have to say. Yeah. Well, well they are. They've turned out a nice product there, so they are our sponsors as well. They so are indeed, of course. Mind yourself, yeah. yeah no, it's a, it's a nice, uh, it's a tasty one, all right. Support them, they are. Hey, uh, update on the game. Do you have anything? Yeah, that you good can news. Good news for all the Leinster and Irish fans out there. Uh, McFadden's gone across on the 39th minute, and they have a lead of 24-9 over the Scarlets. So, three tries in the bag. Well done, Leinster. Well done. So well that's done, good. Leinster. That's, that's good. Keep One foot in the final. One so foot tomorrow now will going. be a little bit of a tougher uh, adventure. I think. Well, I think Leinster were expected to kind of win yes, this game. They were uh, favourites by double digits. I think 11 points. They were favourites yes. by. So tomorrow. For Munster, it's going to be a little bit more challenging, yeah, but all right. they're playing. They're playing well too, and Healy is back for his hundred and fiftieth cap, which Brilliant. is quite amazing. Uh, Considering he retired about a month ago, <laughs> was that the lad? <laughs> <laughs> I got the old name wrong. Yeah, uh, no, that's all right. Yeah, uh, that's right. That's incredible. Anyway. Good. So, and uh, what do you call it? Uh, Celtic didn't finish or clench their seventh consecutive title in Scotland today. Uh, Neil Lennon's boys at Hibernia, they uh, oh. they beat them 2-1. But it just brings it nicely now. They have to play Rangers next week and could clinch the title if wow. they beat Rangers. <laughs> and they clobbered them in the cup there mm. last weekend. I watched that game. It was brilliant. 4-0 in the semifinals to get themselves to the final of the, uh, the Scottish Cup. Yeah. So... 
So that's very good. They'd never have done that on purpose, would they? Hardly, <laughs> hardly, hardly. But it wouldn't be oh, something. Very good. Well, listen, we have a caller coming in uh, that's um, going to be talking about um, uh, a documentary called The Silver Branch. So we'll uh, take a call from her now in a second. Uh, in the meantime, um, no show like a Joe show. Oh, here Joe we go. Dolan He's back. Hang on. He's back. This is the next century Where the universe is free You can find it anywhere The future has been sold Every night we're gone And to karaoke songs how we like to sing along For the words are wrong It really, really, really could happen Yes, it really, really, really could happen When the days they seem to fall through you And just let them go Satellites in every home Yes, the universe's here Here for everyone Every paper that you read Says tomorrow's your lucky day Well, here's your lucky day
Now, did I ever tell you I caddied for Joe Dolan uh, years did. and years yeah. ago? And isn't your picture up there on the website? Because, of course, yeah. yeah. You staring in the background, looking a little angry, I'd say. He uh, must have given you some shtick or something like well, that. Well, he hadn't paid me yet. Oh, that's what away. it was. Right. Right. Well, listen, we've had a few uh, filmmakers uh, on the show here, Ken, over the years. And uh, delighted to be joined by another one here uh, promoting a very interesting documentary. I thought we'd ask her a few questions about that called The Silver Branch. And uh, her name is Katrina Costello. Good morning, Katrina. Thanks for joining Keologus Crack. Hi, guys. How are you doing? Not Good. too bad at all. Great. Now, and you're calling in from, from County Clare, La Hinch. Oh. Yes, it's a absolutely beautiful sunny day here today too. We've summer has just suddenly arrived out of the blue, but I think tomorrow is forecasted for rain. But we were just on the beach today and everybody was swimming. Oh, oh lovely! A little bit of surfing going on maybe today as well. Uh, <laughs> yeah, small, but yeah, mm. they're wet anyway. The waves, it's good. <laughs> well, Katrina, <laughs> we good. we took over this radio show uh, about five years ago from a gentleman from Ennistymon there, not far from you, and um, quite an iconic man he was here in the community and also in Ennistymon. His name was Eamon O'Loughlin. And uh, just uh, just to hear the name La Hinch uh, will bring a tear to our eye here a little bit. So, ah, no. so stick with us, will you? Here, yeah. you must uh, you must know his brother's uh, shop there on on the main street in La Hinch, O'Loughlin's there, the clothes shop. Oh, I do, of course. Yeah. Yeah. Now that's it. There that's the go. connection. Very good. So okay, so he lived in Toronto. He did. He did yeah. Indeed, yeah. He was. Uh, yeah. Very much the man about town here, and uh, we miss him dearly. Unfortunately, he was taken way too young. But um, we're. Oh dear. We're carrying on his show here. Tell us a little bit about um, the Silver Branch, um, Katrina. Say again, sorry? Tell us a little bit about uh, the uh, the Silver Branch. Tell us a little bit about it. Okay, well, <laughs> it's very hard to start and, and tell you something small, but I'll tell you everything maybe. But yeah. the Silver Branch took me five or six years to make. Wow. And um, my idea for the Silver Branch, with the philosophy behind it, was to try and connect with everybody to make them love nature, to get them to connect to nature, to get them to feel what it was like to be in a magical place, to take them on a journey like within themselves that they'd long forgotten about. Like, kind of like being a child again, playing in the wilderness, to be honest with you. So that's, that's, that was my aim, and that's what we've done. Wow. And um, so the film is about a, a gentleman by the name of uh, Patrick McCormack. Um, where did you meet Patrick, and like, how did that all come about? Um, I started filming here, I suppose, in 2000, and I uh, just was filming everything in the landscape. It's an absolutely spectacular landscape, the yeah. Burren. I'm not sure if you're familiar with it, but it's, it's very, very wild, and there's these fairy-like forests, and we were filming skylarks and ravens and butterflies. But I was particularly keen to film wild goats, and there's thousands and herds of wild yeah. goats here. So somebody told me, you know, to, to find out where to find these wild goats and to know more about them, to go and contact uh, Patrick McCormack. But uh, I got much more than what I bargained for, because once I met Patrick, he actually lives in Father Ted's house. But um, <laughs> I rocked in there and said, you know, I'm looking for wild goats. And I just found myself in the presence of somebody who is a very, very profound man. He's a, a Shanachie <laughs> storyteller. Wow. He's poetic and he just has an amazing spirit. He's kind of like been in the presence of Seamus Heaney or Yeats or somebody. Just a very, very deep connection and profound insights into the people and the place. And yeah. so... As soon as I met Patrick, I thought, you know, this is this documentary could take on a completely different um, slant than what I had thought, which would be just to kind of go and explain why the goats are here, why the birds and the flowers of, and, you know, the whole botany of the burn, but actually to make it a much deeper type of program. Mm-hmm. 
It's uh, it's a it's very good and beautifully shot as well. I had an opportunity to uh, to watch it last night, as you were kind enough to send us on a, a link. Um, but there's even a there's a bigger story, a more universal story to this. How do you think that's going to affect us all? As I said, my idea for for the program is to, to resonate with everybody. So it is Patrick's story, and it starts off when Patrick is a child after, you know, being demoralized and beaten and everything in the school system as they were back then. Um, so he left school and made this promise to be... Um, to be true to the fields and to serve the fields and not to be bothered by all of these modern (laughs) um, commercial intensive farming and so forth. So it's his story, but I really feel like it's very resonant with everybody because once you get into the film and once you actually see everything that we've lost in the last 50 years, and I think the bigger picture is in Germany, France, in the UK, they've done um, surveys and their science statistics have come out to say that 56 to 75 percent of the birds, bird populations have been completely wiped out in the last 15 to 25 years, mm. which is from intensive farming. So we're really on the road to biodiversity oblivion, if you ask me. This is, this is really, really critical. It's terrible what's happening to the environment. Mm. So my, my slant on this is people can't really go out and protest <laughs> and to try and protect their environment if they've got no connection with it. So my idea is to get people to actually reconnect, to love nature, and then when they see what we've lost, like I suppose if, uh, we've had the first screening of um, the Silver Branch in Bloor there in Ennis mm-hmm. um, last weekend, and the turnout was incredible. It was like 560 to 600 people came to see this film on a Sunday afternoon. And it, you just know that there's a big upwelling of people really wanting to reconnect with nature and to try and preserve it before we've devastated it, really. You know? So this, this, to me, is the bigger picture, is to try and, try and get that connection going, the connection of the heart, speak to people's heart, and then, and then let them go out and, and battle for it to try and preserve our environment. Well, in this super fast-paced world that we're in, I think you've done a, a really great job. When you're watching this this film, and the good news is the people of Toronto will get an opportunity to watch it, but you're, you're left thinking, God, I, I need to get out and have a walk and listen to the birds and just take <laughs> in what's around you. I think you've, you've captured that really well. Maybe you tell folks that? where that they're going to be able to see this, Katrina, in Toronto. Say again? Where are people going to be able to see your film in Toronto? Now, I don't know the names of the places. It's on in Hot Docs in Hot the Docs. Film Festival. Okay, very good. Okay, I do have the dates here. Just hold on in a second. So uh, May 1st at 5.30 in the Tiff Bell Lighthouse. That's oh, the yeah, one. Yeah. Lovely, lovely venue. Yeah. And then on Thursday at 1pm in Lightbox 2 in Bell, Tiff yep. Bell again. And then on Sunday the 6th at 5.30 in the Scotty Bank Theatre Cinema 7. <laughs> so I, they, those places don't mean anything no, to me right now. But I intend to travel over at the end of this week and... Um, and see why you're called Kyo like it's crack. I'll be yes. A bit. yes. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Some days there's more Kyo than crack, depends on how we feel. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh well, a, a good mixture, I'm sure. A good mixture. Well, um, so, do you want to talk more about the film? I, I did want to mention the crack in the film because yeah, it's yeah. Sure. 
Yeah, it's not all um, it's not all deep hip hop hypnotical journeys. You know, there's actually some great laughter in it, and uh, mostly I think that comes from John Joe Conway. I don't know if you had a chance to see yeah. John Joe. He's the old farmer oh, with the park yeah. and um, John Joe has this incredible relationship with his cows. You know, where they're they're kind of he's rubbing them down and he's yes. talking to them like as if they're they're the kids in the house. You know, but and he's got these crazy names on them. You know, like um, the the one that's kind of a little bit sluggish is Drowsy Maggie and the other one is kind of a little bit more active at Sport and Nell. But anyway, when Patrick and John Joe get together, they're just dynamite. A really good, contagious laughter. Um, the, the, everybody was in convulsions laughing at the two of them having the crack. So it is a, <laughs> it's a bit of crack as well as, as, well as very deep and meaningful. Uh, it's brilliant, the, the relationship, and it does remind you of a, maybe, I hope not a bygone day in Ireland, but um, very innocent uh, you know, beautiful relationship, and uh, it's great, great piece of the film. Well, it's a country that's very rich in tradition, and you know we've witnessed some crazy changes in the last fifty years. But yeah, you know, it's time to take stock of where we are and and see what we have to lose, and see if we can kind of, as you said, make more time for ourselves and be gentler with ourselves, and make more time for yeah. for people and nature. And no, very well said. Very well said. Yeah. Indeed, that's great, Katrina. Well, listen, we really appreciate you giving us a, a ring here and coming on the show, and we look forward to seeing the documentary here in Toronto and having the community come out and support it, and Canadians. Yeah, great. absolutely. Great. Yep. Well done, Katrina. Okay, take Okay, care. thanks for calling. Thanks a million. All the best. Okay. Very Bye-bye. good. Bye-bye.
now arriving in Canada, Guinness Hop House 13, all the way from the Open Gate Brewery at St. James Gate in Dublin. Double hopped for a more flavourful lager, from the first sip to the crisp finish. Earning its name from the original Hop House 13 at St. James Gate. Available at select pubs and now arriving across Canada in 500ml cans. Guinness Hop House 13. More hops, more taste, more character. Very good. Here we go with the calendar of events. And don't forget that Celtic Canada magazine is out there on the streets right now. And it's also available on the web, CelticCanada.com. You can check out Ellie on Facebook uh, at any time of course so tonight there's the big open door Cayley at the Royal Canadian Legion 3591 Dundas Street West in Toronto tickets are $15 there's a cash bar and Barry's Irish tea and home baked treats will be on the menu there as well music is by the McGee family and there'll be great dancing Cayley set and waltz and there's free parking it is TTC accessible and you can give Geraldine a call at 416-573-1205 or Mary a shout at 905-330-7972. And don't forget that the big annual dance weekend is coming up May 25th, 26th and 27th. The Ireland-Canada Chamber of Commerce Board cordially invites you to join them for their annual general meeting, which is coming up on Thursday, April the 26th at half six. And that's in the Fireside Lounge at P.G. O'Brien's Irish Pub. Note that the entrance is separate from the main pub. Join them following the AGM for business and social networking. The board would love to catch up with everybody and as they enter into their second quarter. St. Pat's Football Club has arranged a mass in memory of Father Jerry Scott and the deceased members of the St. Pat's Club. Father Scott was the first president of the club and unfortunately some of the players have also lost close family and friends over the past few months. The club is having a mass in their honour on Saturday, April the 28th at St. Patrick's Church and that's at 131 McCall Street in Toronto and it is on at 5pm. Europe Day is coming up and the Ireland-Canada Chamber of Commerce is a member of the European Union Chamber of Commerce and they're asking us to join them for their annual Europe Day celebrations. The event will feature a panel discussion on Canada's trade pattern in the wake of the CETA agreement and, of course, all the stuff that's going on with NAFTA. There'll be a cocktail reception and it is all taking place on Wednesday, May the 2nd from 5 to 8 p.m. Bordner Ladner Gervais uh, is, that's where it's all taking place at their building and pre-registration is mandatory even though the event is free. The Irish Club in Mississauga presents the music of Paul McCartney followed by the hits of Elvis on Friday, May the 11th at 8pm and there's a $25 cover there for that night. St. Pat's GAA's 50th anniversary, amazing. They're going to have a night of fun, friends, celebrations and memories on Saturday, May the 12th. Tickets include a four-course meal, premium open bar and entertainment by the O'Deadleys and Hugo. Tickets are $125 or you can buy a table of 10 for $1,250. You can contact Lorraine Morley and you can give her an email. Lorraine Morley at yahoo.ca. The Chieftains Golf Tournament will take place on May the 26th at the Annandale Golf Club at 8 a.m. That's a nice early start for everyone. It's $110 per golfer and it includes a nice steak dinner. And uh, there is a sponsorships available, so you can uh, contact the boys there at the club and they'll get you the sponsorship sheet there. If you'd uh, like to be a gold or silver 
Silver Package member. They'll need to work with you on all your artwork, and you need to get that into them by May the 4th. For uh, You can get your logo on their jersey even, so that's great. The annual walk to the stone uh, for more than a century at the ancient order of Hibernians have hosted the Irish community of Montreal and this will take place on the last Sunday in May as they dedicate the annual walk to the stone to those 6,000-plus Irish souls buried at the Black Rock. That's all taking place on May the 27th, St. Gabriel's Church, 2157 Centre Street in Montreal. There's a mass at half ten in the morning, and then the walk begins at noon. There'll be food, drink, and live traditional Irish music at the church hall. So please join them, and you can give Alan a ring at 416-402-3729. The Irish Cultural Society of Toronto uh, welcomes you, and to get to know the entrance Vying for the to represent Toronto at the Rose of Tralee Festival in Tralee in August. The winner will be n- announced at the 54th annual Toronto Rose of Tralee Selection Ball on June the 2nd at the King's Garden Banquet Centre near Islington and the Queensway. Individual tickets are $90 and they include the reception uh, hors d'oeuvres, three-course meal and an open bar. And you can get early bird table specials for eight fifty up until May the 18th. So contact the man himself, Patrick Canavan, 416-206-8670. The Ireland Canada Chamber of Commerce Golf and Society, Social and Society um, is kicking off this year. And it's getting off to off the ground a little earlier than last year. You can contact Rory O'Donovan if you're interested. He's their captain for the year. Their first outing is Saturday, June the 2nd at the Don Valley Golf Course. And men and women are welcome to join up there. So give them an email at rory50, that's 50, at gmail.com. And June 21st to the 24th, the Sudbury Irish Arts Association are planning a tour of Grosseal, the landing site of over half a million Irish migrants. And it is the visit to the historic site and buildings, the Plains of Abraham and the old Quebec City. And there is a bus tour that will stop in Toronto for those interested in joining them. For more information, please contact Bridget Ripley at 705-855-3564. Or you can also contact um, her on the email. And uh, all of that is on our website. And, of course, the Irish summer camps are coming up. Maureen is uh, back at it this summer. You can give her a call at 416-446-6993 and get in touch with Maureen to get the information on the summer camps. All of that is on our website on the calendar of events, saturdayirishradio.com. And if you've got something coming up, send us an email, ken at saturdayirishradio.com or mark at saturdayirishradio.com, and we'll put it up on the calendar for you. There we go, Marco. That's it for the calendar of events. All right, we'll plough ahead here with more music. Lovely. Spent 
many happy days Farewell to kind relations I am bound for a merry cake Oh my love, she's tall and handsome and her age is scarce eighteen she far exceeds all other fair maids as she trips There you go, Paddy Riley. Excellent. And I always loved that story. Uh, was it Pat Quinn that, uh, you know, where Paddy Riley got to meet you instead of oh, you Oh, that's him. right, yeah. It's the best story ever. Brilliant. Uh, yeah, fair play. That's the way he was, But Pat. Paddy still yeah. talks to his friends. About I'd say he does, Harley. yeah. The night he met fella. Ken Tracy. <laughs> <laughs> very good. All right, very good. Yeah, well, listen, we had a show of Joe, a bit of Joe. We had, um, we did uh, I, I didn't get to uh, really announce the uh, the Big Tom songs, um, but... Um, that the uh, that the second song that I played, which mm-hmm. was like a more like a poem, if you will, was called "The Ghost of Glen Gelvin." Oh right! And um, anyway, it's a very um, very popular one. It was my sister that actually told me that it was one that might be a little bit under the radar for most people. Right? Um, it wouldn't ne- necessarily be one that you'd be you'd be playing in a barn or anything like yeah. that. But uh, anyway, great, very interesting, uh, very interesting lyrics. Uh, in case our our listeners were curious about the name of that song. Well, anyway, I. Uh was chatting with the folks of course last night and 
you know, believe it or not, but Roser did meet Big Tom one time. Did he? Years ago, he said they were doing a big uh, charity event. He was involved in the Lions Club. Yeah. And they were doing these rat races to raise money. A rat race? <laughs> and in a tube, right? And there oh. was there was five five rats and they were taking bets and all this, right? <laughs> and they had heard that Big Tom was playing in Strand Hill. Yeah. So they invited him up to drop the flag, you know, for the start <laughs> of the race. And he, and he agreed. He was going on stage at nine and the race yeah. was starting at eight. Oh. And of course, it got off to a late start. But anyway, he he wanted to put a bet on, so he put twenty pounds, which was a lot of money <laughs> back then, right? On uh, number, five, number five, and number five was winning the race. Yeah. And this is the type of character uh, Big Tom was. The lads were like, "Oh my God, we're gonna have to pay it." And it was all the 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 mice or the rats, whatever it was, yeah. were four to one. So yeah. like they were gonna have to pay out a fortune. And Big Tom says, you know, I'm going to change my bet. He said, put it on number six. <laughs> and there wasn't even a six. So, gave the money to charity. Fair play to him. Ah, very nice. That's so a, a great nice story. story about him. Great story. Yeah, and he was yeah. a big GAA man as well. He was um, indeed, it was yeah. uh, his his um, the visitation was actually at the local GAA club in Oram, right, in um, in, uh, in County Monaghan. Right. Well, listen, that's it. Um, there's a, no- a local Irish band here called uh, Mad Paddy. Oh, I yeah. I thought I'd go out with an old tune by Mad Paddy here. Big Leinster uh, update here. Yes. They've just gone 36 9. So 36 to go. 9. Done yeah. and dusted. Done and is. dusted in That's the final. Cool. Well done, Leinster. Leinster will be going to Bilbao. Let's Woo-hoo. see how Munster do tomorrow. All right, All right folks. Slong Gafoyle. Slon. A rainbow ends around the bend in the dreams of a roving journeyman. Programming for our Irish community can be heard every Saturday 